0: Hi there. In this episode of the Rest-Based Weight Loss podcast series, I want to share three tips for women that are over 200 pounds. If you're over 200 pounds, then I want to share three weight loss tips for you. But before we dive in, in case this is your first time listening, my name is Lene Urban. I'm a nutrition and lifestyle coach, certified nutrition consultant, stress management coach, and Rest-Based Weight Loss gives you the tools you need to lose weight effortlessly and keep it off forever. About four years ago, I started a weight loss journey that led me directly to where I am right now, becoming a weight loss coach, coaching women, helping women, becoming certified, and making health and wellness just my whole entire life, (laughs) my obsession. And that was after an eight-year battle with my weight, yo-yo, weight gain, Dieting, trying all types of diets, all exercises, doing everything I possibly could, not being able to sustain any results. And my story is that I was an emotional eater and I was food addicted. I had an addiction to food and I was an emotional eater. And those habits I had established from a very young age and they didn't start having an impact on my health and on my weight until I got older. And after I had my babies, and so the reason that nothing worked for me was because nothing tackled the root cause of my issues. They didn't tackle the root cause of my emotional eating, my food addiction, and they didn't change my lifestyle. And the reason why four years ago I found something that led specifically to where I'm at right now and where, I'm at, where I am today is because following that strategy was actually a complete overhaul and adjustment to the lifestyle that I was living And in so doing, in, you know, in the process of losing weight, I broke my addiction to food. I severed my relationship, my unhealthy relationship with food. I was no longer an emotional eater. And so rest-based weight loss seeks to give the, seeks to give the strategy to figure out what parts of you currently are leading to the weight gain and the weight issues or the inability to lose weight in the first place. And then how you can start incorporating different changes into your lifestyle to also make that transition and make that transformation. So if you have any questions, comments, or feedback that you wanna share and that you would like me to address on this podcast series, then go to operationfixmylife.com. Slash question and answer. You can submit it there. So I want to start this episode firstly by saying that I was never over two hundred pounds, and that's really important for me to state, uh, right, right up front, because whether or not you know this, if you if you've never been over two hundred pounds, or if you are someone who's over two hundred pounds. You may or may not know this, but women when we hit a weight that goes over 200 pounds, then something shifts in the bio there there's a shift that happens in the metabolism and the biochemistry where the by the shift the change in the biochemistry and the metabolism no longer resembles someone that's under a hundred pounds. There's, it's a, a completely different makeup. There's a makeup that shifts, a makeup that, uh, that drastically changes. And so for someone who's, n- who's not someone like me, who's never experienced being over 200 pounds, And for those of you that have never experienced that, I want to say to myself and I want to say to you guys that it's not simple. It's not as easy as just starting a diet and hitting the gym. The way that many, many people who are over 200 pounds, the relationship that they have with food, the the lifestyles that they're living the amount of stress and strain that they are constantly under puts them in a completely different category when it comes to food and exercise and and those types of things. When it comes to weight loss, it's a completely different category. It's a different world. It's a different universe. And that's based specifically on the completely different biochemical makeup and hormonal responses that occur in someone's body if once they're over 200 pounds okay uh not that once you if you're 199 pounds and then like you hit 200 pounds like it's not like a light switch goes off that's not what happens but whatever whatever led to the eventual crossing over the 200 pound mark. So whatever slowly built and, and you know, whatever was happening that slowly built and created that journey and that path to that number, that trans, like that journey along the way, your, the biochemistry of your metabolism was changing from a person that is uh, more of an average size Or for, you know, for someone who is just, who just maybe only has like 10 to 15 or 20 pounds to lose, the journey, the transition, the transformation of your metabolism and your biochemistry along the way, it wasn't a light switch that went off once you went from 199 to 200. It was the culmination of as soon as you hit 200 pounds and your weight kept climbing the culmination of whatever it was that led you to that point is what led to is, uh, is responsible for why your biochemistry is the way it is right now. Why your relationship with food is the way that it is right now. And why very specifically you cannot just start a diet and go to a ge- go to the gym and expect that weight to just come off easily and willy nilly. Okay, so there are some tips that I want to share again from the place of I've never been over 200 pounds and so I am not naive enough to to speak to things in a, a very simplistic way. I know that it's not simple. I know that it's extremely complicated. Not only is it emotionally complicated, but it literally physically is complicated because there are probably certain um hormonal resistances that that those that are over 200 pounds are facing that prevent them from being able to follow uh follow the same guidelines as someone that's under 200 pounds to lose weight uh for example leptin is the hormone leptin is a hormone that tells you that you're full and it's time to stop eating. Well, many people who are over 200 pounds have developed leptin resistance. They've developed a resistance. Their body has stopped responding to that hormone when it's released. So what does that mean? That means that they never get the feeling, get the signal, get the inclination that they're full and that they've had enough. It's almost as if that is broken inside of them. And so when they start eating someone that's over 200 pounds or someone that's leptin resistant, they can eat much larger quantities than someone who's under 200 pounds because they no longer respond, their bodies no longer respond to that leptin signal their bodies no longer respond to that hormonal action that tells people under 200 pounds that it's time to stop eating and to push their plate away. Okay. So that's just one minor, like that's one, not minor. It's one really important example that many people that are over 200 pounds are battling. And so you, you tell, you tell someone who is leptin resistant, well, just eat everything in moderation or just, you know, have a smaller portion sizes, or just eat until you're full, like that reality does not exist for them. Biochemically speaking, it can't, it can't resist. So what happens is that person needs to undergo uh, leptin sort of being repaired. And whatever diet or nutrition plan they start, is not a diet or nutrition plan that's specifically geared toward weight loss, but that's geared toward repairing leptin. Because if we can get that hormone back under control, then we can start, you know, focusing on, on other things. So that's just, that's one example. So my three tips for women that are over 200 pounds is, uh, number one, depending on how far away from 200 pounds you are, uh, a lot of women that I have worked with in the past, they've been, I think the heaviest person that I've worked with has probably been up where upwards of, um, I think 230, 240 pounds, maybe 250 is, is, is where they were at their highest. Um, some of the women that I work with are now kind of, or when they find me or when they start working with me, they start hovering around 220 when they, uh, women that are over 200 pounds a- a- as they work with me, the more consistently that they work with me, that number, you know, starts getting lower. They might, they might lose 20 pounds, get down to maybe 220, 215 maybe, and then hit a plateau. Um, and then if they keep going, then they may lose like another, you know, 10 pounds or, you know, like 10 pounds, 11 pounds, maybe 12 pounds. And now they're getting closer to the 200 pound mark. So I I want to tell you that whatever diet or exercise plan you put yourself on when you're over 200 pounds, that gets you as close to the 200 pound mark as possible. I want to let you know that that specific diet and exercise plan is not going to carry you below 200. If it carries you below 200, you'll probably get maybe a pound or two below 200 and then you'll hit a plateau. Okay? So that means that if you're over 200 pounds and you want to lose weight by like starting a beach body program, then the initial weight that you lose. It is going to be a significant, it's going to be a significant amount. It's going to be a significant weight that you drop. However, it's not going to get you below 200. Because just as there was like a threshold crossing going from the 100s up to the 200s, there's going to have to be another threshold crossing going back, going back down. And I'm... My second tip is to let you know that that threshold crossing is going to be emotional. It's not going to have anything to do with how much or how little you exercise. It's not going to have anything to do with how much you eat or how much you don't eat or how much you diet or how much you don't diet. It's all going to be emotionally based. Why? Depending on how long, like, how many years in your life that you've been over 200 pounds, the longer you've been over 200 pounds, okay, the deeper the connection that your mood hormones, your emotional hormones, the hormones that regulate your emotions, the deeper the connection between those emotionally regulating hormones and the food that you eat. At some point, like getting up over 200 pounds your um the hormones that navigate and control your emotions the hormones that keep you from depression the hormones that keep you from anxiety those hormones that uh help you self regulate those emotional health issues became intertwined interconnected with the food that you eat so that means that in order for you to start getting, start losing weight and getting down to about the 200 pound mark, you're gonna to have to start letting go of your relationship with those foods that got you up to over 200 pounds in the first place. And as you start letting go of those relationships, your hormones, your emotionally regulating hormones, are gonna start freaking out on you. I have seen a handful of women that I've worked with get to close to 200 pounds and then just completely self-sabotage. <laughs> completely self-sabotage. And it, it it it's all 100% psychological. 100%. Not psychological like, oh, you need a therapist, like you need to be put in a psych ward. Like not, you know, not psychological in that regards. I'm talking about the neurological connections as you let go of those foods and as you let go of those patterns of behavior with food those neuro- it's like cutting it's like s- taking scissors and snipping some of your some of the neurons in your brain that's not a very scientific way of explaining it and it sounds a little dramatic but that's specifically what's happening and so your brain does not know what life looks like under 200 pounds. Your brain does not know what life looks like, no longer having that interconnection with food and, and allowing the foods that you eat, your comfort foods, to be your source of happiness, to be your antidepressants, to be your anti-anxiety medication. Your brain doesn't know what it looks like. Your brain has no idea what it's going to turn to to cope when stress arises. Okay. So tip number one, whatever diet and exercise plan you start doing to start losing weight, just know that the furthest it can carry you is about 200 pounds. And then tip two, the threshold to successfully get from the 200 pound mark to under 200 pounds and to actually stay there without experiencing this complete psychological breakdown and revolt and self-sabotage is you have to then go on an emotional journey and you have to essentially kind of travel back in time to what led you to get up to the 200 pounds in the first place. What circumstances were happening in your life? What were you experiencing? What kind of stressors were going on in your life? What kind of emotional traumas were you dealing with? Were you burying deep down inside? What was happening in your life where every time you stepped on the scale, it was like you gained another 10, another 15, another five until the the scale just kept climbing. And before you know it, you're 240 pounds. What happened? Because I'm going to tell you something. Whether or not those circumstances are still present in your life and whether or not those those circumstances are still happening, whether or not, whether they're there or not, the damage that those circumstances did to you, like did to your, your psychosocial systems, the damage that was done is still present. It's still there. And diet and exercise is not going to repair that. Okay. So your journey, and this is going to be tip number three, your journey is going to have to include a, it's going to have to include uh, some sort of counseling, Um, some sort of therapy, whether that's like professional and formal counseling and therapy or informal therapy, finding some sort of activity, some sort of hobby, something that allows the fixing and the healing to take place on the inside of you from what happened that led you to jump to, to get to over 200 pounds in the first place. There has to be some sort of therapy involved as you cross that threshold, as you start crossing that threshold and getting down, uh, down under 200 pounds. It's the therapeutic part of your journey. That's going to, that's going to, uh, make the difference. That's going to get you specifically to where it is that you want to be in your weight but also in your emotional health. Why? Because if you end up somehow some way being able to diet and exercise your way under 200 pounds and you keep going 195, 190, 185, 180, you diet and exercise your way there without the th- the therapeutic part. I'm going to tell you something. You are going to start look you're going to look in the mirror and you're still going to see 230 pounds you're not going to see 180 you're going to see 220 And the longer you go in your weight loss journey without doing that therapeutic work and the more weight you lose, the chances of you heading toward a body dysmorphic relationship with the way that you look. Okay. That is, that's what's in the, that is potentially what's in the future is no matter how far under 200 pounds you go, no matter if you hit your goal weight, which might be just 185, you know, 175, 165, you may hit that, look at yourself in the mirror and feel like I still have so much weight left to lose. If that psychological therapeutic piece isn't done at the same time. Okay. Um, And some quick practical tips in case you listened to, in case you turned on this episode and you were like, I really was just looking for a diet and exercise strategy. Did not really want it. Wasn't looking for all of this. Uh, Quick tips. Don't diet. (laughs) Don't exercise. Okay. Don't do that. Your body is under a significant amount of stress already. It's carrying a lot of weight. It's carrying a lot of stress on your joints and around your organs Going on a diet will elevate stress. Exercising will elevate physical stress. So don't do that. Wait until you get probably, I would say, to about 210 maybe. Once you get to about 210, then whatever diet or exercise plan you've been looking at that tickles your fancy, I would say that that is, you know, go ahead and pick that up. But to get to 210, just start walking every day and start making really really small changes to to your to what you're eating right now. Really small changes that go a long way. Like if you drink soda, try to cut your soda intake in half. If you're if you love your carbs and you love your sweets, cut that intake in half. Don't completely eliminate it, don't cut it out of your diet, just cut it in half but it's mostly going to be you just getting some more walking in. The walking itself is not necessarily, don't necessarily look at it as like exercise, look at it as stress management, as getting some of those stress hormones under control. Because if you can start getting some of your stress hormones under control and more balanced, then it's just going to release weight for you. You won't have to try to do it. It'll start releasing the the initial kind of water weight and letting go of some of that weight for you. It'll start working for you. So just start walking every day and increase the amount of minutes from week to week that you walk. Just start there. And then take one thing in your current diet, take one or two things where you feel like, I don't need this. I just have this out of convenience. I don't even really like it that much. Take one or two of those things and cut your consumption of those things in half. Start there. Just start there. Get down to 210 and then pick up a diet and exercise program. One that you feel like you've been eyeing for a while. One that you feel like will really fit nicely into your lifestyle and and it would be something that you would enjoy and it would be like something that you feel like would be sustainable for you until you can get uh, to 200 pounds, okay? I, I hope this was helpful. It was a little abstract. Um, I didn't get to say everything that I wanted to say. I didn't, really, I didn't get to delve as deeply into those three tips as I wanted to, but I hope I gave you something to just get you started. And once again, if you have any questions for me, um because I know that every every single person is different. I know that every person over two hundred pounds doesn't fit like a very of specific mold. So if there's something that you specifically want me to address, a question, comment, feedback, or your story, then you can submit it at operationfixmylife.com slash question and answer. Thank you so much for listening. Can't wait to talk to you next time.